So if you can, go outside, put your feet in the grass for a few minutes, lie down in the grass, look up at the clouds, take some deep breaths. Do this every day just to come back to you and turn your healing mode back on. Welcome to the Healthy Skin Show with Jennifer Fugo, where we're flipping everything you've been told about your chronic skin issues upside down and connecting you with alternative solutions your dermatologist never told you about. Welcome back to episode number 92 of the Healthy Skin Show. In today's episode, we're going to talk all about what happens if you end up dealing with super weird rashes that you can't necessarily get a straight answer for. And my guest today shares all about some really great tips on how to calm your nervous system down, especially when you're dealing with skin rashes that you don't necessarily have answers to, you feel really frustrated, are physically very uncomfortable, and you just feel totally stressed out by what is happening to you. Before we dive into the interview, I wanted to give a shout out to one of our listeners. His name is Josh Christ, and he left a great review over on iTunes. He said that the podcast is a must listen, and he shared, wow, I can't recommend Jen and the show enough. Each episode is jam-packed with insights, perspectives, research, and learning that's quite eye-opening. My perspective and understanding of the forces that affect my skin changed after just one episode. Jen does an incredible job of blending her knowledge and experience with questions that really allow her guests to share on a deeper level in the area of their expertise. Thank you so much for bringing the Healthy Skin Show to the world. Well, Josh, thank you so much for leaving such a wonderful review and being a listener. If you haven't left a review yet, please head on over to your podcast platform of choice, rate the podcast, and then leave a written review of the show, even if it's just about one particular episode or the show in general. It means a ton to folks who are looking for a new show to tune into All you have to do is share what you would say to a friend if they were asking you why you listen to the show. That way you can inspire someone else who's looking for some support, some new ideas, and maybe even some inspiration to give the show a chance. Without further ado, I want to dive into today's conversation with my guest, Ashley Jane. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to The Healthy Skin Show. I've got a good friend with me today. I've actually been on her podcast two times already, and I'm so honored that she was willing to come here and share her story with you all about dealing with some very unpleasant skin rashes and how she kind of figured out what they were connected to and whatnot, because it's an interesting journey. And I know for many of you listening, you don't always know what exactly is going on. You haven't figured out those root causes yet. And I'm hoping that my friend Ashley's story will really help you, um, especially if some of this sounds familiar. So my guest today is Ashley James. She's the host of the Learn True Health podcast, as well as a holistic health coach, master practitioner and trainer of NLP, timeline therapy and hypnosis. After losing her mom at 22, 
you know, this really caused her to reevaluate her life and why she's here. And now she shares all about how to gain health naturally through holistic medicine, diet, supplementation, nutrition and lifestyle changes with her community, with a podcast, with the world. And Ashley, you're killing it with this huge podcast. Learn true health. Thank you. So I love that you're influencing people like this. And thank you so much for joining us today. Absolutely. And I want to let my list, or your listeners know that they can hear you on my show episode 198 and episode 360. Both really awesome interviews. It was great having you on the show um, I actually really loved episode 360 because you dive into the root cause and 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 really help people get to the root cause. And so that and I love that that's what your podcast is all about. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about this weird rash. When did yeah. it start? Like, did you know what was going on initially? Oh, I had no idea. Oh, so I had just given birth. Um, our son was weeks old. Uh, I was coming to my naturopathic clinic for, you know, follow-ups and uh, we were having problems breastfeeding and it was just, there's so much stress. Uh, I put a lot of stress on myself and all of a sudden I noticed that my groin area, not, not vaginal, but my groin, like all the skin around, you know, and even my tummy and my our underarms were burning and red. And I'm like, what is going on? Like my body was doing some crazy things after, you know, giving birth, being pregnant. It's crazy. The body does some weird things. But out of nowhere, I've got these, I lift my armpit up to put, I, I use like all natural deodorant, but still I put, lift my armpit up. And I'm like, what is that? And it was raw and scary. It was almost like, it was almost oozing. It was just so tender. And I felt so ashamed um, to show this to the nature path I was working with. Cause it's like, Hey, can you look at my groin and see like this burning down there? I felt, I don't know. I felt somehow like even more broken and, um, and shame. And I, I felt like I did it to myself, you know, because I don't know, I just, it, it, everything was going wrong. It felt like, you know, the breastfeeding wasn't going well. Um, we had, our baby had colic. We were getting no sleep. Uh, at the last minute, we had to be rushed to the hospital to give birth. So I didn't get my home birth. And so everything seemed like like was going against me or my body was going against me. And then and then we have this mysterious rash. And um, it was it was painful. It was red. It was itchy. It was burning. And uh, and, it, and it really freaked me out that it was in two separate places, you know, my underarms and the groin area. And can I ask you a qu- couple questions here? I assume mm-hmm. that you probably first thought, OK. Well, maybe is the underarm area connected to the natural deodorant? Yeah, so that was my first thought. Like, oh, because I, I always switch up I, until I finally found the one I love, which I've been with for the last few years. But I keep switching up natural deodorant. So it's like, oh, did it go bad? Like, did I just give myself some kind of skin infection from my natural deodorant? But then when my crotch was burning, like all the skin around it in my tummy, I'm like, oh, this is not good. And I'm th- then I started to think, am I detoxing? Like, that's where I went to next. Like, because it's the sort of areas that perspire, you know, and I'm thinking, is there something wrong with my ability to detox? Am I detoxing something crazy that my skin is reacting to? So those were my two first thoughts. And so how long did it take you to figure out what was going on? Well, luckily I had the guidance of the naturopath. And so I showed her and she right away said, this is a yeast infection. 
And I, like, you know, candida, right? And I'm used to candida being like, you know, in the vagina, right? Or, or thrush in the mouth or some kind of something in the gut, right? Th- those are my experiences with it. I had never had a candida infection or a yeast infection on my skin. And that was, to me, it just looked like, like I had third degree burns, basically. It was just, it was very uh, grotesque and it looked much uh, more acute than any kind of pictures I've seen of yeast infections. So she said a yeast infection and I immediately got, like it just clicked in my head that it was blood sugar because I know that when someone has reoccurring, you know, vaginal yeast infections, they really need to look into their diet and make sure that they're not, because yeast lives off of sugar. And so when you eat a sugary diet or you have uncontrolled, unregulated blood sugar, the yeast is going to thrive. It's going to throw a party in that area of your body, wherever it lands. And did you find that, I mean, obviously you started doing, I would assume some like natural therapies for this, but was it something that went away quickly or did this really take a while and a bunch of different, a lot of trial and error basically to, to finally get it to go away? I would, I feel grateful that I immediately cut out what little sugar I was eating. So my body was coming back uh, into balance out of having gestational diabetes, which I had reversed type 2 diabetes in my past and I no longer had it. But during pregnancy, the placenta can cause diabetes in an attempt to always keep blood sugar high for the baby. So the moment the placenta left my body, my blood sugar returned to normal. But I was left with these cravings. And so I went after the coconut ice cream because <laughs> I thought I deserved it, you know, and I was told actually one of the midwives uh, said to me, you know, to get more milk supply, because I was having problems with breast milk, probably all the stress I was under, or I, I gave myself the stress. She said, you know, you just should eat more calories. Like you really need to make sure you're getting enough because I was so busy focusing on the baby and not enough sleep. I really wasn't eating or cooking food or preparing any healthy meals. So I went to the coconut milk ice cream bars and I think I really, I really feel that I gave the yeast infections to myself. You know, it was, I, I was under a lot of stress that, that, that can affect blood sugar. I was not sleeping that affects blood sugar and I wasn't eating, I wasn't eating well and that affects blood sugar. So triple whammy. Yeah. And did you, out of curiosity, because I know some people listening to this, I've gotten a lot of questions about like the armpit burning and I've got these weird rashes in different spots. Did you find that anything topically was helpful? No, absolutely. So I'm, I'm thrilled to say that I, I guess intuitively figured I should use my baby's diaper cream. So well, this is our first child. We we haven't had anyone, another one since, and we might, but this is our first child. So we got really prepared, and I went to our local hippie crunchy granola store where you can get all the really great organics baby stuff, and I picked out everything that I would possibly want just in case, right? Okay, in case we have a diaper rash, we're going to have this all-natural zinc diaper cream, and with calendula in it. I love calendula. so soothing. And so when it came, when I had this horrible rash, after I knew it was a yeast infection, I, I put, I just slathered my armpits and that uh, sensitive groin and tummy area with the all natural diaper cream. And it worked like a charm. Now it was the summertime and I was sweating a lot and it was hot. We don't have AC. Um, you know, it's Seattle. We don't really need AC, but I was sweating a lot. 
And so it, it kept coming back, but it would come back uh, not as strong. And then it would go away. And so I'd, I'd uh, keep, I'd have to keep it, the areas dry and use that diaper cream. And it would go down really fast when I use that, when I use that diaper cream. So between the diet and the diaper cream, I was able to get it to go away, but it did come back a few times just to remind me, Hey, you're, you know, you got to keep, keep eating healthy. And so I would use it as a guide. I'd really, it, you know, I, I could, I can be in denial and lie to myself and say, I eat healthy. And then the skin rash would come back and be like, okay, you know what? I actually wasn't, <laughs> I was, I was, I, I have to be honest. So the skin rash kept me honest and, um, it helped me stay on track to really manage healthy blood sugar and stress and sleep. I had to do all of that. I had to make sure I was covering all my bases um, to take care of myself. And so even though it was a horrible experience, it was a really great reminder, like a kick in the pants, that I can't put my body last just because we have a newborn. I really had had to make sure, be even more diligent, that I ate healthy, that I managed my stress, that I got sleep, and that and that topical um, cream worked amazing. So it was it was an all natural diaper cream with zinc and calendula, and it's in a yellow tube. I can't remember the name, but it's it's uh, invented by a German doctor, and it's a, a yellow tube. So I'll, I can I can give you I I can give I can give you the brand. You can put it in the show notes if you want. But I I really enjoyed it. Yeah, and you know here's the thing. There's a lot of lessons I think that one can pull out of your experience. Number one, you can have yeast infections, yeast issues in other areas. Cause a lot of times we assume that yeast infections only really affect the vaginal area. And that's, and look, you're like, it wasn't really in that area. It was kind of in there. I was like, what? If it was in there, I'd have known what it was. It was everywhere else. <laughs> exactly. And so then another piece is like, you had to do, you had to work on this from that two pronged approach. It wasn't like just one piece solve this. It's like, you've got your outside in, but you also have inside out. So you've got to work on that together. Um, and, and I love that that's one of the things that you've highlighted here. The other piece that I, I would love if you could maybe um, share a little bit more on is you said about keeping those areas dry. And do you have any tips for anybody who might be like, oh, my gosh, this is me? Did you find anything? And I know this might be like feel like it's super obvious, but for sometimes sometimes when you're just in it, you you don't realize like how important it is yeah. or little tips. Is there anything that you found to be helpful to keep those areas dry so that they didn't stay moist and perpetuate the issue further? Right. Well, first of all, I, I bathed often, so I would take a bath or a shower um, every day. And then towel off and and lie on the bed and sort of like spread eagle and just (laughs) let myself dry. Um, Make sure I was really like make sure I was really dry. And then there are times when it was really acute and it would chafe as I moved. And that was painful, too. So I did experiment with with, um, raw coconut oil. And I found that that was soothing. But the calendula zinc baby diaper cream was even more soothing. Um, you know, and I experimented with talc powder. Um, I know that there's controversy around that, that some, um, have now been linked to cancer. So I wasn't like really thrilled about using it. Although I bought like the organic baby kind of 
stuff. And I tried that and that was okay too. But what I found was just like bathing often and the certain kind of clothing I'd wear um, or not wear. So um, like, you know, wearing clothing that breathed. uh, So like cotton versus wearing something that's plastic, like a spandex, Um, being aware of like even the underwear, making sure that it breathed um, was really important to keeping it dry. And then I would also assume, too, if you are getting sweaty, it's like you don't want to rewear those clothes. Get them washed yeah. like one time only, because remember that you're they're touching your skin. So now mm-hmm. <laughs> you've got those organisms in, say, the armpit section. You want to get those clothes washed. You And, and if yeah. ideally, I mean... I don't know it's the best to wash all clothes in warm or hot water, but when you're trying to kind of desanitize things, it, it is better to use a, a warmer temperature than cold. You can use essential oils. Um, I use I use a, a blend of essential oils that have um, like a eucalyptus, for example, um, and you can put it like 10 drops in your load. And then I like to put 10 drops in my dryer. And that also helps to, to kill because uh, essential oils are antiseptic. Uh, so they're not, I wouldn't say don't put the essential oils directly on your skin, especially when you have a flare up like that, you know, you have to be really careful, but you can wash with essential oils along with your detergent. Um, when it was really acute, I couldn't wear underwear, obviously it would chafe that area. Um, and I ended up wearing maxi skirts. Um, I was just, I really wasn't going out of the house. I mean, get, I get, I had a newborn, but I'd wear maxi skirts. So I was just letting a lot of airflow in that area and, um, and, and not have anything touch it or chafe. It was really important to helping it heal. And one last question you mentioned about stress and stress seems to be one of the biggest triggers that everybody complains about when they have these skin rashes. But I feel like they're like, I need to do better with it. I need to mm-hmm. manage my, t- like we talk a lot about managing our stress and dealing with our stress, but I find that most people don't actually do much in reality because they're busy and they have other things going on. Do you have a couple of tips for people like even busy moms or busy grandmoms or dads who may be listening of, of ways that they could help bring their system from like being completely scattered, anxious and on overload down to the ground (laughs) without Mm -hmm. taking like 30 minutes. Right. Right. Yeah. So the thing with stress is people, I had a client once tell me, cause I kept saying, okay, like I gave her homework to do to help decrease stress and she never did it. She'd do all the other homework I gave her, like, you know, the eating healthy and the exercise, but she wouldn't do the, the stress reducing homework. And I, and I kept bringing it up and she finally got frustrated with me and she goes, I don't feel stress. And I was like, oh, thank goodness. Thank goodness you pointed this out. You don't feel stress. Stress isn't an emotion like anger. Like we're all expecting to feel this emotion. If you actually feel stress, you're about to pop. Like you are, you are, your barrel is full. So stress is physical stress on the body, emotional stress, mental stress, external stressors like environmental stressors. So all of that does the exact same thing. It takes our body out of heal the healing mode of the parasympathetic nervous system's response called rest and digest. And it puts it into the fight or flight mode, the sympathetic mode. So you don't feel it, but your heart rate variability has um, gotten worse or your, your pulse is up, your blood pressure is up. So there's symptoms that could tell you you're in stress mode. 
And so oftentimes people don't take it seriously because they don't feel it. Like people don't take high blood pressure seriously because they don't feel it until it's really high. And then they're like, wow, I can really feel it in my head. Um, And then they could pop, right? So what we want to do is way before we get there, we want to understand that turning the rest and digest mode on is the only way our body heals. Our body doesn't heal in the fight or flight mode. So we understand that doing daily things to decrease stress equals putting our body back in healing mode, then we'll value it. Things like deep breathing, going for a walk in nature, taking your shoes off and putting them in the ground um, releases electrons. uh, Because we're wearing rubber-soled shoes, we actually store electrons that we shouldn't have. They're free radicals. So release them by earthing or grounding. Um, So if you can, go outside, put your feet in the grass for a few minutes, lie down in the grass, look up at the clouds, take some deep breaths, do this every day just to come back to you and turn your healing mode back on. I love that. It is such a powerful message. I, um, I typically will challenge clients to do like two minutes of breathing every day and It's funny how it's the one thing they'll take their supplements, they'll do their diet and they're like, but it's not, I don't feel like I'm doing anything. And I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) you just want to calm down. So one thing too, I don't know if you've ever tried this. Um, One thing that I find helpful because I'm very much a type A person is sometimes when I feel like I'm sitting there and I'm breathing and I'm like, okay, I'm trying to relax. I'm trying to let things go. Mind be centered. Just breathe. I put my hands on either side of my abdomen and focus on breathing into my hands. And it's really interesting. You have this experience of feeling the abdominal muscles release because you don't realize how much tension you hold there. Mm -hmm. And even just that little trick actually helped me go, wait, I'm doing something (laughs) because I can physically feel it. Have you ever tried that before? I have Oh, had that experience many times where I didn't realize my mom would always say, don't wear your shoulders like earrings. <laughs> yes. Because I didn't realize how stressed I was. I'm like, I'm not stressed, you know, until I actually let go. And I'm like, wow, there was a lot of tension there. So, you know, we, we get so habituated to stress mode that it becomes our new normal. And I challenge you all listeners to create a new normal, become habituated to the healing mode, relax, rest, rest and digest and heal mode. So one of the things it sounds like you're inviting everybody to do, which I think is amazing, is number one, to have that recognition that you don't feel stress. So even though you don't acknowledge, you're like, I'm fine, I'm fine. Oh, wait, stress flare my thing, but I'm really fine. You need to go, wait, hold on a minute. (laughs) We're not okay. We're in constant stressed out or fight and flight mode. So we need to back things down a little bit and prioritize some of these other things like, hey, going out and putting your feet in the ground and grounding bare feet, mind you, or lay. I love that lay out in the grass. Although for those listeners who've got a lot of um, outdoor allergies, I can know how that might be like, (laughs) nope, sorry, Jen, that's off the table. But every single person could sit there with their sit bones grounded into a chair, both feet flat on the floor, two hands on either side of the belly and just close your eyes and breathe for a couple of minutes into those hands and feel literally you're doing something. You're releasing the tension through your gut. And I think as you're sharing with us, that reduction in stress right there can help bring your blood sugar down and keep you in healing mode, right? You're doing Mm -hmm. something. That's what Mm -hmm. I hear. 
Yes. And when you say blood sugar down, it's more like um, bringing your body back into healing mode will will help your body to regulate blood sugar uh, better because blood sugar, insulin, and cortisol are have they they play off each other, and by and cortisol is a stress hormone. So by bringing your stress down, going into healing mode, then you're going to help your blood sugar regulate better and your blood pressure and every other organ in your body because, like I said, you you can't heal when you're in stress mode. Yeah, that's a powerful message. I love that. You cannot heal while you're in stress mode. I think that's Mm -hmm. our quote of the day (laughs) from this. I love that, Ashley. (laughs) Well, So tell everybody how they can find you and how they could get connected to you. Awesome. Yeah. They can search. So you guys can search Learn True Health, uh, Learn True Health podcast with Ashley James in any of your podcast apps, or you can go to learntruehealth.com. Definitely check out episode 198 and episode 360 with Jennifer. It was it was fantastic having you on my show. And I also have a Facebook group, Learn True Health in Facebook. And we have a great community of people that love to help each other. So anytime there's a health question, like people ask about their favorite, like what's your favorite natural cosmetic? And I'll answer. And then there's like 50 other people that'll answer. And it's, <laughs> you know, everyone's answer is great. So it's, it's a whole community. It's not just me helping people. It's a whole community helping each other, which is awesome. Yeah. And it is really, I'm actually in there and it is, I was surprised. I was like, wow, there's so much activity in here. It's wonderful. And everyone's supporting one another and it's really positive. And that's something that I can totally appreciate. Um, and so we're going to put all of your links in the show notes, as well as to both of the episodes that I was on and any other relevant information. Cause I know all of you listening to this, when you're just like downloading the podcast episodes, because you're a subscriber, you might not know all the other things we have at skin interrupt and other episodes in the healthy skin show that will support this information that Ashley just shared. And we actually have a number of them. So I want to make sure that if you've, if you're listening to this and this is really hitting home, I want you to know that this isn't just one episode and like, what do I do now? We do have some other resources that you can dig into, especially about Candida and how it impacts the skin and whatnot. And as I said, check out Ashley's podcast. It's phenomenal. And she's got, she's just got, oh my gosh, 360 episodes and counting. You are killing it, lady. You are doing a, <laughs> you're doing a lot Thank of good you. work. You know, you're helping to connect people with the other options that they aren't really hearing about at the doctor's office. And I think that's ultimately the greatest service. It doesn't mean that any, everybody has to do every single thing, but at least you have the options and you can make the decision that's best for you. Yes, exactly. I want to empower everyone. I want to empower all the listeners so that they um, can advocate for themselves. And that's a great thing because you need to be able to do that in this day and age. You have to be your own Mm -hmm. advocate. Well, I just want to thank you so much for joining us and I hope we can have you back sometime. Awesome. I'd love that. Thanks so much for having me. This was great. I'm so appreciative that people like Ashley want to come on the show to share their experience with you because frankly, a lot of us don't want to talk about this stuff in public. It can be embarrassing. Some people think it's gross. I get it. I've been there and it's wonderful that we're able to have these honest and open conversations to help inspire you guys to let you know that you're not alone but also give you some ideas, resources, and tips that may be incredibly helpful for you. All of the links and resources that Ashley and I discussed can be found in the show notes over at skinterrupt.com forward slash zero nine two. 
And while you're there, if you've got an experience that you'd love to share or a question, leave that in the comments. And I know you guys know the drill, but seriously, if you haven't done so yet, hit the subscribe button so that you can get the next episode of the show right onto your mobile device of choice. That way you never miss a thing. And if you haven't done so yet, rate and review the podcast. And the big thing, the big thing I always ask you guys, make sure to share this episode with someone you know who could use this information or share it in a Facebook group where they talk a lot about solutions, but you're like, hey, there's actually some other things you could consider and think about the many other people looking for answers you might inspire. I hope you know just how much I appreciate the community that we're building together. Thank you so much for tuning in and I look forward to seeing you in the next episode.